Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning and welcome to Insight, a show about empowering our community. I'm Lorraine Ballard-Morrill. Before we begin, a special shout out to Universal Circus, who recognized me, Patty Jackson, and Frankie Darcel during the NAACP Community Service Night at the Circus on Wednesday. Also a shout out to Philadelphia NAACP President Kathy Hicks. Today we talk to directors of the new HBO documentary Black and Missing about the unequal coverage and law enforcement will to solve the cases of missing black people. At a loss for ideas for holiday gifts, we talk about the old standby wine and spirits with an expert. First, November is Prematurity Awareness Month. March of Dimes is the premier nonprofit dedicated to ending premature births. We're going to talk about what the organization is doing and the state of research working to prevent prematurity. We're going to be speaking with Dr. James Cook, Director of Newborn Services for Geisinger Health System, and he's also a longtime supporter of March of Dimes and is on the March of Dimes Market Board in Philadelphia. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good to be here, Lorraine. Let's do a little history lesson because March of Dimes started with a president back in the day. Tell us about that. So March of Dimes started with President Roosevelt to combat polio. So they were raising funds for the battle to develop a vaccine against polio. Thanks to those contributions to March of Dimes and the work that was done through Dr. Salk and others, that vaccine was developed and polio was essentially obliterated over the course of the next decade or so. I think what's remarkable about this organization is that once they've conquered one incredible mission, which was to essentially end polio as we know it, they decided not to stop there, but to continue on and focus in on babies. And a lot mm-hmm. of the emphasis went into learning about prenatal care, preventing or addressing prematurity. Tell us more about what March of Dimes has been able to accomplish in that area. Oh, my gosh. So March of Dimes has been focused on prematurity prevention and assistance for families of preterm babies for decades. And what initially started off with more of a support program for families of babies in NICU. So for instance, they have family support specialists in various hospitals. We happen, we're fortunate to have one in Danville. More recently, they've actually really made a concerted effort to focus on some of the more common causes of preterm birth and through various research centers across the country. For instance, I've been practicing neonatology for 30 years, and we look at some of the common reasons babies are born early. And there's two big ones. Um, One is, you know, for whatever reason, the water breaks. And so that can happen two or three or sometimes four months prior to delivery. And the reasons that happens mainly are unknown. And so one of the focuses of the March of Dimes is to fund research into maybe some underlying biologic or genomic reasons why that happens in some families. Another uh, common cause of having a preterm baby is preeclampsia or high blood pressure during pregnancy. We see that a lot. It can be mild and controlled, but sometimes it gets to be very severe and it can cause significant growth problems with the baby. So not only is the baby born very early, the baby is also born very small, smaller than it should be for that age. And that's got a lot to do with placenta not working well, 
secondary to mom's hypertension, and there's various factors that cause that. So one of the other big research initiatives with the March of Dimes is to address the, the reasons for that. And it's not just, it may not just be biologic, there may be some social reasons for that, there may be some genomic reasons for that. It can run in families. We've seen mothers who have this happen in subsequent pregnancies. Um, so their first baby's born early because she had severe preeclampsia, and she's got a second baby born early because she's got severe preeclampsia. And again, the reasons that this happens aren't really well known. By looking at the multiple reasons that may be happening in various centers across the country with the various experts, we're hoping to get at some of those reasons and be able to address them and maybe even ideally prevent them. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point to make because there are families and mothers um, to be that do everything that they're supposed to do, right? They eat well, they take folic acid, they do all the the right things, and yet they have a premature baby. And I think that becomes such a tremendous trauma for the family because you think, okay, I did everything I was supposed to, but for some mysterious reason, I still had a premature baby. So I think that is certainly an area of research that would have such a tremendous impact, especially for those who, for whom the cause was a mystery. Absolutely. And, and I have to tell you, most of the moms that we see that deliver early have done everything right. They've gotten their prenatal care. They've taken care of themselves. You know, they may have some underlying health issues themselves, but that's not uncommon in society. If people think that they delivered early because something was done wrong or something like that, that's not the case. It really is something that is built up within them that happens to them for reasons we don't fully understand. Also, I think it's worth noting the psychological impact of prematurity. One of the things I think is so heartbreaking to me that I've witnessed is parents who cannot touch their babies, you know, with their hands. They have to have a gloved hand inside a, a NICU unit, right? And so that that has to be such a very difficult scenario for so many parents who are experiencing this prematurity. It can be. The babies can be so small and so fragile. We we do encourage touch and we do encourage mothers and fathers to hold their babies skin to skin, which preserves the baby's warmth and actually helps the baby auto-regulate. And it's usually very well received by the babies. The stressors that I see have to do with the remoteness of the baby. Where I live, it's not uncommon for babies to be in hospitals an hour or two hours from the home. And these families um, have other children. These families have jobs. These babies that they have are sick. And yet, may need to be in the hospital for one month or two months or three months or four months, depending on how early they're born. Just put yourself in those shoes and how you would feel about having your sick baby in a hospital that's an hour or two away. You know, you cannot get to every day because you have to deal with the other things that are going on in life. And that's not just for a day or a week, but it could be for a month or two months. And that can be a very, very stressful, stressful situation. We see it all the time. We try to help that out again with March of Dimes supporting a family support program that tries to bring those families together and tries to alleviate some of those stressors that are affecting that family. So that's the other aspect of supporting the March of Dimes is supporting the families who've had babies who are born early, who have babies in NICUs that are sick and trying to help them 
during that time. I'd like to circle back on the supports that March of Dimes provides. But before we do that, I have to say I was at a March of Dimes luncheon in which at every seat there was a, a, a ring the size of a basically a wedding ring. And I was told that that wedding ring would fit through the thighs of a premature baby. I mean, literally, you could hold the baby in the palm of your hand. And I have a very small hand, so we're mm-hmm. talking really small. Mm-hmm. And I think the miracle is in all the tremendous advances that have been made in addressing prematurity is that these babies that are that tiny can actually survive and live to have a pretty normal life in many cases, right? In most cases, that's absolutely true. Some do suffer some sequelae, some adverse events from newborn very, very early. But the overwhelming majority of the babies who are born are very functional children and very functional adults. Overwhelming majority. Yes, and I've seen many examples of that, including uh, people that are in my circle. Colleagues um, have had premature babies, and at least one of them is going to a very uh, prestigious college. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely happens. We've had babies born less than a pound who are lawyers. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it happens. It's not all about the care rendered in the hospital. We just try to get them home. A lot of that has to do with the environment in the home that helps those things too. It's absolutely true. And the other thing I want to point out for folks is we're talking about the tiniest of the babies, and that's really a very small number of preterm babies. Most of the babies that are born early are born, you know, between 32 and 36 weeks, so like one to two months before their due date. But we do have, unfortunately, a small number that are born three to four months before their due date, and those babies can be very small, around a pound to two pounds. You mentioned the supports that March of Dimes offers, and I think one of the great things about March of Dimes, in addition to supporting the research that will hopefully end prematurity and end birth defects, is the fact that there are all these services and support groups and information for families. And I think that often someone who's experiencing this scenario may feel very alone. They may not know anybody in their circle who's had that experience. But March of Dimes offers so many different ways in which these families can get support. And I wonder if we can talk about that. We do several things. In our hospital, we have a specialist who connects families whose babies are currently in the unit to share their experiences, to do some activities to support their babies by making things, et cetera. And the other thing that is also important was through our March of Dimes system, we were able to um, develop a process by which the family can actually video in to their baby and their nurse from wherever they are. So like a FaceTime or a Google chat or something like that. So we were able to purchase, for instance, iPads for the babies at their bedsides and cameras for babies to maybe be attached to their isolates so that the family can see their baby on the web whenever they feel the need to do so. Or they can communicate with the nurse who's taking care of their baby when they have specific questions without having to drive the hour to be here, even though they'd like to be here in person. It allows them to have that increased accessibility so they can feel more engaged and just more aware of what's happening with their baby. And I think that's helped a lot too. Also, what March of Dimes offers is for even mothers-to-be that 
don't necessarily are at risk for prematurity, but simply want to know what the state of the art of, you know, how best to take care of their unborn child as they go through the process and all the things, or even before they get pregnant, to see all the incredible amount of information that's available on the March of Dimes site. And I have to give a, a special shout out. You know, you doctors are awesome and we love you. But the nurses, the neonatal nurses, I can't imagine. I, I have just heard so many great stories about how compassionate these mm-hmm. nurses are. Maybe that's something that draws these particular personalities to this field. But I have only heard the most extraordinary things about neonatal nurses. Oh, my gosh. And you're exactly, I mean, if you ask who really runs the care for the baby, the doctors help and we direct it from a, you know, from a higher level type of thing. But the nurses are right there at the bedside taking care of the baby moment to moment. And we rely on them really heavily to let us know how they think the baby is doing today. You know, if the mom and dad can't be there, because, you know, when I rounded in the NICU, I was asked the mom and dad, how do you think the baby's doing today versus yesterday or the day before? The nurses also really, really help with that. And we listen to them. But they tell us, you know, she's just not quite as active as she was yesterday or that type of thing, then we have to listen to that. And I think they're also the eyes and ears for the families. So how often do the families call in and they want to know how their baby is doing today? Well, they don't always talk they rarely talk to the doctor. Actually, they want to talk to the nurse because it's the nurse who's been caring for that baby throughout the day. And they develop, and, you know, as and, and think about, it. you know, when adults are in the hospital, right, we're in for a few days and we leave and thank goodness. But when babies are in the hospital for two or three or four months, the nurses develop a relationship with the babies and with the families. And that's a special relationship. And so it's a very supportive relationship. And so many times when our families come back after discharge with their baby to see just a visit because, you know, we like to know how the babies are doing too. I mean, it's good for us to know. Sure, they want to see me or they want to see one of the other doctors, but they really want to see some of these nurses they developed a relationship with for those months that they were in the hospital. So it's a calling, it's fair to say. A strong shout out to these remarkable individuals who are neonatal nurses. So tell us if people would like more information about March of Dimes and all the resources and support that is available through the website and the organization, what's the best way to find out more? The best way to find out actually is through the website. It's loaded with information. If you believe in that, and there are definitely ways to contribute, especially with this being Prematurity Awareness Month, that's the biggest source of information. And then I think there's some contact information in there as well if you want more, if you need some more information. Marchofdimes.org? Yes. Thank you so much. This has been really informative. And uh, for all those parents out there who are experiencing prematurity, understand that March of Dimes is there for you. And we want to thank you, Dr. James Cook, Director of Newborn Services at Geisinger Health System. If people want to know more about the Geisinger Health System, how do they find out more? That's uh, geisinger.org. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. We'll have more insight after these messages. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.